everyone, welcome to another episode of The Leftover Do. Uh, I'm your host, Kevin Sebastian, and we are joined today with the lovely motherfucker Vin, Vincent Peter, hey. and the lovely bread babe, Maz Ibrahim. And uh, we have a bit of a fun one today. Uh, for all of us who haven't been on the podcast for quite some time, because obviously it has a lot been to game in terms of actually doing uh, work, which is what we do. We've been playing a lot of the cat game. Yes, the cat game that everyone's talking about, and we will be getting to that in just a moment because uh, both Vincent and Mufi had the game very early on to review it. Uh, but there's a lot more happening in the world of gaming and tech. And of course, San Diego Comic Con was just done, which means a lot of trailers, a lot of announcements for pop culture, and a lot more. So we're going to get right into it. Uh, Vincent, so I guess it's one of the one of that segments we're going to be doing. So, what did everyone play today? So, Vincent, we'll start off with oh, you. Oh, I'm starting. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of stuff that we'll get into in the review section because it's it's review season again. You know, you th- you thought review season was done with Elden Ring, <laughs> but it is back like a bad re- habit. Does review season ever end? Yeah, I don't know. My whole life. It goes up and down. It just. But outside of the review stuff we'll talk about, I've been playing Live Alive, which is that new Square Enix SNES live live. remake thing. It's an HD 2D remake of an SNES RPG. If you've played Octopath Traveler or Triangle Strategy, it's in a similar vein where you've got. A, lo- a large cast of characters that you can choose between and get into some turn-based combat and anime-style storytelling. But the difference here is that it's a more of a full-on anthology. Like, Octopath Traveler had some pretenses of the story is connecting and they didn't really in any meaningful way, which uh, a lot of people had issues with. But here the stories are disconnected from the jump. They're all separate like one is set in prehistorical times, another is set in the Wild West, one is set in like uh, feudal Japan, there's another one just full on in the future. And they all have really different vibes and really different music and really different tones. And every single character has their own combat style as well. It's vaguely turn-based, grid-based, similar to if you guys played South Park, the fractured butthole mm. uh, it's along those lines but with a little bit of fire emblem thrown in and is this game like a switch uh, switch exclusive it's switch exclusive yet but not but, made uh, by nintendos no it's done by so Square. hopefully it will come out on pc or something because uh, this, this game sounds so. very interesting yeah one would assume yeah. so because octopath traveler did come out, yeah. came out on PC. I think it's on Game Pass as well. With with uh, uh, this live alive is from Square, right? It's from Square Enix, yeah. Oh yeah, then it's coming on Game Pass. Soon but enough. it's published by they, Nintendo. They'll take the so bag. Whenever whatever oh, deal they have expires, I'm sure it's gonna hit Game Pass eventually. Okay. It, it's Nintendo good. Usually I has too iron much grips of on it there. because I just got it like yesterday, but hmm. I'm having a good time with it. It looks gorgeous, the battle system's good, the writing is fun, and Yoko Shimomura, who did the music for Kingdom Hearts and Xenoblade Chronicles, she has done the soundtrack for this, so the music is absolutely incredible. 
Very nice. Yeah, this and this game sounds very interesting. Yeah, if if you're one of those heathens who hates turn-based combat, yes, that's me. I, I guess go play something else. But for all the cool oh. kids, check out Live Alive. <laughs> it's really good. Maybe it will. Uh, maybe it will convert me. You know, who knows? Hmm. I think Midnight Suns will convert you, and then you can play Live Alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good order. <laughs> okay, that's all I have to talk about for now. Uh, okay, uh, Maz, why don't you go? I've taken a break from Elden Ring, which oh. is a surprise. <laughs> it's the only game I've been talking about for the past three podcast episodes. It, it finally happened. It finally, finally happened today. Happened. I don't see you on Steam playing Elden Ring. Uh, so now we find out that Maz will never play Elden Ring again. And then 30 <laughs> years from now, I'd be like, ah, look who's back. <laughs> Let me see if I can finish this game. It's but going the instead... way of Death Stranding. Oh, no. Death Stranding. Right. Um, but, yeah, so I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, oh, yeah, I did see you stream that. Yeah, yeah. Surprising. I am actually really happy with this game. I'm yeah, I missed quite... that stream, so I've been very excited to hear you talk about this. Yeah, you know what? The writing is just surprisingly funny. I loved it. And every few minutes, it's like a bit of banter between all the characters. Um, you just you have to have a giggle here and there. Uh, the What I kind of struggle with is a bit of controls. They're kind of... Uh, they're just... It's a lot happening in one fight scene. And uh, yeah, there's just a bit of a struggle for me. Maybe it's just me in my old age, but it's uh, not as smooth I as I don't a think it's just you. I hope it's not just um, you. Yeah, um, as your voice is, is cut- cutting out. Uh, is it better now? All good. Say, All good. say a longer sentence. Say a longer sentence. Like what? <laughs> is this a longer sentence? Yeah, I'm saying that a very is a long longer sentence. sentence. Yeah, it's just slightly better, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think but it's just you, but... Um, I think it's uh, also the camera controls as yeah. you're running around. Yeah, I also that's... don't think it's the game. It's just that the game has the look of an Uncharted-style third-person dude shooter. Yeah, yeah. So you get into it wanting it to be like that, but what you're really playing is baby's first Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> was baby's first Final Ex- Fantasy. Please explain that. Because I lo- know it's it's a party based, um, cooldown driven RPG more than it's like a shooter or an action game. Mm. Because the thing um, I remember before the game came out and they announced that you will only be playing as Star Lord and not any of the other Guardians. A lot of people, including me, were like, "What the hell? Why are they doing this?" But in practice, when you look at it as baby's first Final Fantasy, it makes. But a lot what more is sense. baby's first Final Fantasy? Who, in a who Final is the baby? Fantasy, you're you're the baby. I'm the baby. Oh. It's like you know how people keep saying Pokemon is baby's first RPG. Um, first time I'm hearing this terminology. That's that's yeah. yeah. I've never heard of it's, baby's it's like, first anything. It's I like Final Fantasy Light. <laughs> another way of saying it because while you're only controlling star lord what you're doing is you're also 
looking You're... after your team more than directly yeah. controlling it because the entire ba have you played guardians of the galaxy yet who me yeah yeah I, has, I, has anyone else in this conversation played it basically no we finished the game yeah yeah so you know how what really happened in the battle system is you're just creating openings for your team to exploit and yeah telling them yeah. to exploit them so it's yeah. less about controlling them and more about creating situations where they opportunities can do what they basically do best. yeah yeah, and yeah. once you start looking at it that way, like it's a very interesting and cool and weird combat system. It's just not as viscerally satisfying as you'd expect from a shooter because it's really. I had a, I had a, uh, I had a few glitches uh, while I was playing it. Sometimes Star Lord would get stuck in a corner, and he wouldn't move. Mm. Sometimes it looked like he was actually being sucked into that corner. It's, uh, it was it's so funny. It was yesterday. It happened well. yesterday, and he, I was trying to get up on a, on a platform, and literally, <laughs> whoop, he got sucked into this corner, and he couldn't move, <laughs> and all he can do is like jump, and I'm like, well, Stardust, you kind of like yeah, to move. You know, like, what are we doing? Running gag of being stuck on geometry. That was geometry gone so bad. Yeah, like, that is something that happens in. Guardians that wasn't even geometry. That's just physics now. Like, I don't even know what to, I had to restart the game. And then it another always, thing. Yeah, it always happens with you, right? It happened with Dying Light as well. Dying Light was hilarious. Like, the, the yeah. guy got, got into the wall and couldn't come out. And then no matter how much you hit him. Got into not a wall? Yeah, yeah. it was Holy like, shit. it was just arms <laughs> wailing about. It was just, and wow. photo mode doesn't work, which is bad. Uh, I go into photo mode and I try to take pictures. Yeah, that is one so game where crashed. I barely it use the photo mode. Really? Wait, I'm photo surprised. mode causes the game to crash? Really? Yeah, it crashes the desktop. Oh, that's so, so sad. So I have to, yeah, <laughs> I have to restart really the game. That one. At yeah. least the game has a photo mode on like some games. We're gonna. <coughs> do and then. Uh, hint, hint. Um, yeah. So so far the characters are really likable. I like the way that sometimes they react to your actions. So if mm. you just leave them go into a cave you hear rocket be like what the flark are you doing <laughs> 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 you flarking scut face or whatever the, the <laughs> sheer number of like throwaway dialogue they have written for yeah that is my favorite you can do is, is really good so many that times like you think favorite. there's no way they have you know let's just do this and they're like oh my god they have a thing for this it's <laughs> so funny because i'd be like yeah. standing in front of a cave and then all of a sudden i'd, I'd like fire my weapon rocket would be like on the other side of the screen like what are you shooting at how, <laughs> nothing uh, i'm just trying my weapons you? I, I think i'm chapter four sorry what chapter four chapter five four. yeah i'm uh, i say i'm midway have have you met lady hellbender yet yes yes she's very angry with me what what choice <laughs> did you what choice did you make who did you present drax drax Put on his sex appeal, <laughs> and then <laughs> actually it went really well. Surprisingly, no, but did you go with as Duke the game tells No, I. You know, I in hindsight, Rocket probably would have been another option <laughs> after the end <laughs> of that mission. But uh, yeah, um, I just I I really like how they all kind of mesh together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, the writing is pretty excellent. 
Yeah. One of the uh, biggest laughs that the game got out of me was when they're looking at the fortress, and uh, I think Quill says something about how the fortress is impregnable, impregnable, and then Rocket's like, "Well, how do we impregnate it?" And then Gamora's like, "Ask <laughs> Quill." <laughs> I mean, Drax's responses to some of them where he doesn't get the joke or he doesn't get the mm. proverb or doesn't get the the meaning behind it. They've, they've added just, a new thing to Drax uh, here that was in the comics, but it's not so much a thing in the movies, which is that he's also a stickler for grammar and syntax. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I noticed that. I was like, huh. Yeah, and that leads to like <laughs> a lot of just incredible uh. moments later down the line. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, the I'm the thing is, it's also interesting you bring this up because um, it actually leads on to our next story, but we'll get back get to that in a second. Um, because uh, new Guardians of the Galaxy movie that's coming out next year, I believe, um, is actually around Rocket. Ro- Rocket mm. is his yeah. origin story, so it's gonna be very fun to see what's gonna happen. Plus, it's the last time we'll get to I see them as a sense. unit. Yeah, it's going to be emotional. I'm pretty sure Drax is going to bite the bullet. Uh, Dave Bautista's done with the character. So I I'm don't know how sure familiar you guys are with the comics, but Rocket Raccoon yeah. is like one of the top five most depressing and Marvel characters. It is a very time. sad story. Oh. Yeah, one yeah. of the saddest stories, and, and I'm pretty movie, sure. Apparently, according to James Gunn, is going to go there about like the, the stuff that Rocket's been through. Yeah. So. So, 100%, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a very sad film mm, as I'm well. Uh, Mufi, what have, you, what have you been playing? So, I've been playing God of War 2018, but let's not talk about that. We all know it's a great game. But Is the it, most time I've... Huh? Tell, tell us, us more. <laughs> of course, of course he does. <laughs> tell us more. Tell us about God of War. Yeah, are you replaying it? Are you playing it for the first yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not playing it for the first time. Come on, let's be honest. Uh, I'm playing for the second time. Uh, I didn't play it after I played the first time because when I like a game so much, like I do God of War, I don't replay it mm. because then it kind of taints my experience. Like, oh, what if I replay it? And I, I don't like it as much. But uh, with God of War Ragnarok uh, releasing this year, finally, I'm, I'm, I was like, okay, now it's time to replay it because I'm not uh, 100% on the story, so... I'm just re- re- replaying it on PC. It runs great. It uh, looks great. Uh, but uh, the most game I'm playing uh, recently these days, and I don't know because I'm very stressed in this past two weeks or or what, but Power Watch Power, Power Power Simulator. Simulator. Yes. I have spent, oh. I have spent <laughs> My man. afternoons and evenings just playing and cleaning for hours. So... It's, it's actually so funny you should good. mention that. That's the game I've been playing yes, as well. Yes. I've been playing that with something else though. I've been streaming a lot of House Flipper recently. Okay. And um, now normally my tw- you know how UH which is it's not really a very active space. A lot of people don't come in to watch UE streamers unless you're uh, white or you're playing uh, like what is the word here? Bloodborne. Like, there you go. Unless you're playing a popular game, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I started playing this quite a while, and a lot of the streaming audience started increasing as well. And nobody really talks on chat. They just want to see 
things get arranged and the like you have a good shelf arranged it's such a funny story though because obviously while we're doing power washing and stuff our own <laughs> our own living rooms are messy as hell i was, I was just <laughs> thinking I that you know but i was just thinking i'm like you guys do it no no i have i do yeah. and movie i would probably play co-op with you man because like it's such a fun game oh my play. god I, are you guys honestly doing, um game pass or steam I, i'm game doing pass. steam um I but it's cross-platform games. anyway so that's I okay probably get in on this because yeah but here's the funny thing though <laughs> with this game xbox users had a weird glitch if you looked at the sun the game would crash <laughs> Yeah, that's thing. And the devs were like just like real the life. devs actually it just like No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the devs were like please avoid looking at the sun if you don't want your game to crash. Apparently the way the the light and the graphics work with the water physics seems to be messing with the code. So the, the console versions of the game are having issues with that. So um I think there's a rendering error happening in this case and they're trying to fix it. But at the same time they can't tell people blankly as to why they can't run the game properly so that the easiest fix right now don't look at the sun <laughs> whatever you do don't look at it wow yeah so, uh, guys that is good at, you know that is good life advice in general yeah, yeah. if you're listening you know you know playing playing this game i've learned a lot about i've learned a lot of life lessons you know just take one thing at a time take it slowly all of those things they're just there's this you know but while playing the really, game really the you past realize... 30 years of your life you did not learn all of this stuff <laughs> no i you know i i learned it but i never kind of i never kind of focused on it but this game kind of makes you you know one of the best points out i've heard of power watch simulator is that it's a coloring book for dude shooter fans <laughs> it kind of is a very accurate statement if you think about it but it's not it coloring really it's it's is cleaning it it's like yeah. a it's like a rubber you know when you were a kid and you were just clean with your rubber oh. and it would go away and it would feel very satisfying it's kind of like that i don't know but it's this your inner child coming out yeah you it's know that r slash so satisfying yes oddly satisfying yeah oddly satisfying that's right um yeah that's the one it's it's that yeah yeah this game is the re- headed form in in a game form yeah. you know it's just so, so super satisfying and if you have and if you have game pass absolutely play it if you think you do you won't like this game you are wrong just start the like game it. play you will it. like it you will like it they it's so simple yeah 100% yeah the the best part about the game is that it's not complex like most simulators would be so it's so very easy to get into it's just you get the power wash you get the nozzles and you clean that's that's all there is to it and it's just put on a podcast or listen to music put on thing, our podcast and it does a little bling sound yes and, and you know like oh, the, the first time i heard that i'm like oh, oh my god just 20 to 30 more just, hours of this please yes absolutely that that's one of the key reasons why this game feels so satisfying is that sound you know in in call of duty when you when you when you uh, when you shoot at people and the like, m1 garand that you're talking about the m1 garand right the ping from the gun no no like uh, with any gun there's a kind of sound oh yeah is when you basically yeah you have the silence as well 
It's when you hit, when you kill uh, someone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you get the someone. little flash. Yeah, the, the, the Call of Duty. Yeah, I get it. It's just that satisfying. Doom shotgun reload. Yeah, yeah. It's an iconic song. You have all been conditioned for very, very weird things. Stardew Valley parsnip harvesting sound. It's the little bubbles from Game Dev Tycoon. You get the what's idea. the what's the word for this thing where you you yeah, hear the sound and it feels no 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 there's a there's a term for it where you kind it. of where you kind of want that sound sound again and again and that sound is specifically made to want to want you to hear that sound again and again and that's what I mean, makes you play for it, play the game I don't think we can well there's ASMR it's it's basically ASMR right it's not exactly exactly ASMR I, I'll try to find that word later but yeah uh whatever the game is fantastic just go and play it probably yeah. my yeah. top game of the year so nice. wow <laughs> dude <laughs> absolutely listen hang on, my, hang on. one of the top bullshit lie because you said stray was your game of the I said top game of the years. I thought Half-Life no, 2 games was of the game year. of the year. Uh, Half-Life 2 is the game of all years, Vincent. Mafi, Portal wow. 2 just came out on Switch. Are you telling me you're not going to take the excuse to make Portal 2 game of the year again? Portal, see, all Valve games are game of the year whenever they release. And, and they will be game of the years <laughs> since then. So they are like the default game of the years, you know? <laughs> Oh, I love that. Do you guys know oh. who? Do you guys uh, know who published Power Wars Simulator? No, Microsoft. It's Square Enix. Square Enix. What? <laughs> <laughs> no shit. No way. Power Wars. No way. Not game, not game of the year anymore. Oh, Square Enix. <laughs> shit. Oh, oh my god. Uh, I need to record this on what, video. What, the uh, reason why I brought video. this up is because in this What You've Been Playing section, it's been me, Maz, and Murphy so far, and all three of us have mentioned Square Enix games. I find that wow, very yeah. Square Enix. <laughs> it is. It is, indeed. Wow. Yeah, I'm shocked that Square Enix kind of went like, okay, yeah, let's make this weird-ass game. Square Enix? I mean, they just oh, put out hey. Babylon's Fall this year so. yeah i mean after babylon 4 imagine the power Wars simulator has more players okay speaking of inner child since mass brought it up uh san diego comic-con just wrapped up which means a lot Kevin, of, trailers, a lot of announcements playing? uh we'll get to that because it's part of our review anyway ah, so okay. that's what i'll be playing yeah so um very quickly i'm not going to talk about everything all together i'm just going to go through the announcements really quickly uh, Lord of the Rings got the trailer had a longer they had a longer trailer right now. Black Adam coming was out in October. Was it the actual trailer really nice. or was it the trailer for which the teaser yeah. had a teaser had an announcement mm. had a teaser? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is this is the actual trailer cool. where people scream at each other. Uh, and nobody has any context oh. as to what's happening. Do people like? Can it? you pause? Yeah. Uh, for Lord of the Rings, yeah, is it like a prequel to the movie? It's a prequel. So I so I don't have to watch the movies, right? Do you don't have to watch? I the mean, game. you have but to you watch should. them because they're great. I you watched, should watch the movies. I, I, good. I have you watched have it. To. I have watched it. I don't want to spend twelve hours more watching those three movies again. You don't have to know. So it's basically um, a very very long story short. These are when the rings of power were being created. That's the timeline. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, wow. okay, okay. Looking okay. at if yeah, you played awesome. Shadow of War or Shadow oh, yeah, of Mordor, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. It happens around that same time period, so it's very likely we actually might get should to see Tarion in this show. Maybe you should play that again. Yeah, like I, I think this Shadow of War and Shadow uh, Shadow of War was very good, honestly. Shadow like, of Mordor. I, I played Shadow Mordor of Mordor was the first game, right? I believe. Uh, Shadow Mordor, of Mordor is the first one, right? Came out, but I skipped. Yeah, the... so Shadow of War was the second one, I believe. I might be mixing that up. I'm not it sure. was the second one. Uh, is it any good? Yes. It was the second. With gotcha. Troy Baker, right? Oh yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, they're they're both good. The first it it had a good better, ending. It had a very better. good ending, in my opinion. Oh, cool! Because the first one had a non-ending. Yeah, but the f- the second one has like a proper ending. Actually. Ah, cool. So, I don't have it. Um, I'll check it out at some point. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for Black Adam, obviously, because Dwayne Johnson's been mm. talking about this character nonstop. Did he actually he really show up fun. in San Diego Comic Con? He did. Coming down he did. with like in costume. Did he? Did he tell us that the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is going to change. Yeah, he did. Because yeah, he he's did. been saying wow. that same How did you know? Related to Black Adam, Shazam also got revealed, the next movie, Fury of the Gods. Uh, I don't know if anyone watched the trailer. I did. I did. I didn't feel fun. a thing. It you looks didn't fun. I didn't feel it. It looks okay. Uh, it oh. looks like, I mean, like, it looks exactly what Shazam But what I will say is... The first Shazam also had a trailer that made me feel absolutely nothing, and it's like. But the movie was good. It's like one of my favorite films ever. Yeah, the other movies I got revealed were um, John Wick Four. Uh, really good Wait, action the third sequences one's out? shown in that trailer. The fourth <laughs> one. The third one's been out a while, what? Vincent. Did you not know this? I genuinely thought the one. Coming out. You're in kidding! The really? Was John Wick oh, when did the third one come out? Last two years ago, I guess. Three year, two years ago, I think. Which was the one where he was fighting common at a railway station where they were. It's the one with the horse. Hey, did you not see John Wick three? Did that slip off your radar? Which is the one that ended with like all the assassins coming after him and. That's two, I think. That's I feel two. like that's one. And and a movie came out where we found out what happens after that. Yes, I I guess I've been sleeping. <laughs> John Wick three, it's called Parabellum. Yeah, I genuinely thought the one coming out in the near future was John Wick three. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's four. Okay. Well, then. now we can watch. Now 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 we can watch John Wick three. Now you can watch John Wick three. Now it'll be it'll be an experience. Nah, for I you. think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but he was okay. so curious about it then it's like nah I don't want more. no I wasn't curious I was just surprised because uh, like like my world view has just been shattered <laughs> <laughs> okay well, so uh, other trailers ever revealed Dungeons and Dragons Honor dude that Thieves. movie looks so good looks, you know what Don- I, I genuinely was wondering how that movie got to look nicer than the Game of Thrones prequel trailer Yes. Simple. I, I don't know by how. people who aren't talentless money grubbing hacks. Next mm-hmm. question. So, a lot of the D and D. So a lot. Chris Pine's in it, mm. and he plays a bard. And that's a win. I don't understand. <laughs> that's, a, Chris that's already Pine the win. Plays right a there. Bard pretending to be a thief. Yeah, and I think it's it looks it look it looks really fun. And you know what, Dungeons and Dragons is all about fun. And uh, it's coming out in March, so we can't wait for that. Yeah, well. I'm so looking forward to nice. this one. This looks like a good time. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek 
Picard got revealed. I don't know how much of you all are into that show, to be fair. Like, like uh, a new season? National Treasure is getting a... Yeah, a new season. Oh. Uh, season 3, actually. And then National Treasure is getting its own TV series from Disney+. Plus. Is Nicolas Cage in uh, it? Nope. nope. Why nope. are they making it, then? <laughs> <laughs> it's... it's Disney Plus, they need to have something on the library. You know, I, I, I ne- never watched the movie, so I <gasps> yesterday I watched the first well, one. Well, now, he, so Vincent didn't watch John Wick, you haven't I watched mean, National Treasure. I mean, if you want to watch National Sunday. Treasure without Nicolas Cage, just watch that Tom Holland Uncharted movie. It's going to be about <laughs> as entertaining. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Uh, House of the Dragon got revealed as well for Game of Thrones, if you're still into Game of Looks Thrones. Looks better than I expected. Uh, yeah, honestly, After and that's all the standard for going with Game of Thrones. Like, it looks better than I expected. Alan, <laughs> what's that trailer? Am I gonna watch it? Um, no, but good trailer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a Dragon Ball theatrical release coming up called Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Wow. Yeah, uh, I saw yeah. the trailer for that when I went to watch Jujutsu Kaisen Zero in the theater. Yeah, it looks nice. okay. Honestly, I like the Dragon Ball movies. They look very nice. One time. And the last thing that was on my list uh, for the trailers that got revealed, uh, besides the Marvel stuff, is the Sandman. Netflix's Sandman TV series is coming out, and uh, Neil Gaiman has said that it's going to be a fantastic like show. Yeah, again, it looks like, way better than I thought it would. Yeah. Uh, some. I hope it stays true to the, the books in terms of how graphic it's going to be, because this comic is violent. And... and Artfully so. So that's definitely something. They put Jenna Coleman in it, so I have to watch it. Those are the rules. Yeah. Are we not going to talk about I Am Groot? Excuse yeah, so, me. So we're getting to Our the Marvel favorite. stuff now. <laughs> I, uh. when I, when I heard that, I was like, wow, the dialogue must be so complex. <laughs> 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 and it's just probably an hour and a half of him going, I Am Groot. In this little childish voice. No, because it's like, not a how movie. are we going to understand? It's a series of shorts. It's a shorts. Yeah. It's animated shorts. shorts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the way they yeah. talk about it, I they're going to be a subtitle. They're going to be like <laughs> three to four minutes long. And the titles are like Groot Takes a Bath. Oh, and like, that's the I whole episode. So I doubt oh. they'll need a ton of dialogue for it. It'll be I'm Groot for episode for short. Uh, there's another animated show also that got revealed. It's uh, I, I don't think a lot of people are familiar with this character, but this is t- targeted more towards kids than anything. Uh, it's called Marvel. It's Marvel's characters, but they're called Moon Goal and Devil Dinosaur. Really popular comic oh, book series. Oh, they yeah, they talked about now... this ages ago. Yeah, so the, the, that also got revealed as well. Uh, and the art style looks fantastic, really. Like, I'd watch it honestly. Yeah. Uh, if you like Gravity Falls, then definitely it's the same art style in in that respect. So. Hundred uh, percent. That's I hope it's good. We need more stuff like that. They also showed this other yeah. animated series that's about a character. I don't. It's I think also aimed at younger audiences. You may or may not have heard of him. Uh, it's called Spider-Man Freshman Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's also coming out, and there were a bunch of other stuff, but this is a core thing. And of course, Marvel's Phase Five and Phase Six. Mm. Uh, I didn't even realize revealed. we finished phase four. Like, how no, did we not? We not? We haven't finished phase I think four. Oh, Black Panther will finish phase four. Oh, okay. Yeah. She Hulk and 
yeah. Black Panther will finish. Yeah, so She Hulk is part Black of this. Black Panther as well. so will be the last thing in PS4. Yeah. I'm excited to see She Hulk. I like uh, the actress. It she looks was fun. In, uh, and yeah, put some respect on Tatiana Maslany's name. Like, yeah. Fantastic. Yes. And then go watch like her. Green yes, but. that's the one. So <laughs> phase phase four basically is I'm not sure what the last film is for phase four. But um there are let, let me tell you what, what's happening though in the greater Marvel universe now now we know what's going on. Um, this is definitely Secret Wars territory because we're going to have two Avengers films in the same year, 2025. Uh, so please stick around till then. <laughs> or hopefully the world won't implode by then. Uh, it it's the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, so yeah. And um, Fantastic Four is coming. Uh, we hope that uh, Avengers will be played by our favorite character from The Office. And, uh, well, it's yeah, going to be Michael like, Scott. <laughs> or I was going to say Dwight. <laughs> Oh God. You never I, know, they might even I am the, the greatest movie. hero of all time. People if love you're me. really going to cast John Krasinski as Reed Richards, and I'm, I'm not saying you should because you shouldn't, um, you have to cast Rain Wilson as the thing. Oh. As the thing? Yeah. As the thing. Yeah. That is the only universe where John Krasinski as Reed Richards makes sense. <laughs> but like I don't like him as Reed Richards because like Reed Richards is supposed to be Tony Stark without the humor you know he's like he's so smart that he's borderline disconnected from humanity and but John Krasinski can't play someone John like that John Krasinski feels mm, more like a, no he feels more like a grown up human torch he, he's like yeah. he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. someone's cool uncle who's clearly too old to be acting like the way he does and Surreptitiously he's too much of a weed when their parents aren't looking. He's too much of a good adult. Be yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good guy. Make John Krasinski the Human Torch, and then make Rain Wilson the Thing. <laughs> 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 and I don't care who oh. else plays the others. <laughs> but that Black Panther trailer. Good though. trailer. Holy. Again, looks way yeah. better than I expected. Like. Wow. That song, I would never think about that song in that way. Arguably ever. the best trailer Marvel has ever put out. Yeah, and that's what happens when you have like people who know the source material so well. And it's close to the mm. heart and stuff like that. When I saw um, <coughs> Chadwick Boseman's face on that wall in the, in oh, the trailer, yeah. and, and the line that, uh, I keep forgetting her name, but basically... Angela Bassett. The character... Angela Bassett, there you go. So How could you forget of... Regala from the hit action game Horizon Forbidden West? Oh, come on. <laughs> I haven't actually played for Forbidden West. Do Don't, it's terrible. Anyway, Angela Bassett's line says, like, I've been. How could you forget um, What's the Face from the, the hit action movie Bumblebee? Okay, I'm sorry, continue. Let. Just stop it, thank you. Um, <laughs> Someone mute him. <laughs> I wish I could. Sometimes. <laughs> um, it is a podcast, not a Discord call. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically, um, the line that she says that I have the queen of the most powerful nation on on, on Earth and I've lost all of my family. Like, I'm not sure the exact line was now because I can't quote that right now. But that line hit me like a r- train, honestly. And I honestly think that this is going to be a very, very emotional film. But it depends... 
I don't think Shuri will be Black Panther though. A hundred percent, don't think so. They have confirmed the that getting. multiple people will wear the costume at different points in the movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, but Winston the interesting Duke's thing gonna is, be in the suit at some point. Letitia Wright's going to be in the ah. suit at some point. I'm sure. But why? Michael B. Why, do they, why do they take turns with? If with Nakia the suit, doesn't like, end the, up the being the MCU Black Panther going forward, I will write. Makes sense though. Yeah. Like they were, mm. her whole thing in the first movie was that they were building her up as a more worthy successor to the Wakandan throne than T'Challa. So, right. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, I hope that you know. Honestly, I wouldn't mind Nakia being Black Panther. Like yeah. that, that would be a very good character arc. I'm a bit And weirded yeah, out much by this movie's existence. What? Why? Um, No, not in a. Ooh, I I think it's gonna suck. Wait, just in a. It's being made so soon after Chadwick's passing, and like he passed away midway through production, and they're addressing the character's death in the movie, so like. What kind of rewrites and reshoots and crunch have gone down behind the scenes that nobody's really talking about? No, again, I I'm not saying any of this will result in this not being great, but just in a I don't know about this one. Yeah, the sense it's too sensitive. Yeah, right? and so like how much way. of the production got delayed because of Letitia Wright's whole anti-vax nonsense. <laughs> so like the yeah. fact that this movie got made at all, let alone how quickly it got made, tells me. There were compromises that no one's talking about yet. So, I mean, that's very obvious with the VFX industry, right? Like, like the Guardians trailer did not come on YouTube. Oh, I think it was not shown properly. Yeah, but this isn't VFX. This is no, one no, of I the don't. leads dying I and the other lead being an anti-vaxer and not showing up to set. So yeah, exactly. I know this. So like, obviously Disney would want to avoid a DC mm. situation, especially with like the Amber Heard thing and Ezra Miller or. Like whatever was happening with the Snyderverse. Oh, speaking of the Snyderverse, that's actually the next story which I'll get into in a sec. Uh, the Snyderverse thing. Uh, I know that a lot of people over here are talk, uh, like very strong supporters of that. And not in this chat. Fair play to you, but not in this chat. No, uh, I thought the four-hour Snyder, the Justice League Snyder cut was okay. I thought it best. was really good. Uh, Mm. Um, but that see my my original argument is like this is a movie that we should have seen back then, right? Uh, mm. Like nothing has changed my view of DC in the slightest, other than the fact that I'm more vested in the other heroes. This is now, the movie you could not have gotten back then because this is not the movie yeah, that existed back then. This is a movie made now, <laughs> using footage from back then and new footage that they shot. Right? Like that's what I keep saying, that. Zack yeah. Snyder's Justice League is not the Snyder cut. It's just lessons Zack Snyder has gotten. learned in the years since making Justice League, and because he's a rich white Hollywood man with lots of fans, he had the platform to apply those lessons to a thing and put something out. 
the fans yeah. turned out to be bots so yeah. i guess that's <laughs> <true. laughs> really nice and that's the, the story it's among the better dceu movies out there but that doesn't change the fact that its existence is just shameful and embarrassing and bad for everyone involved and also yeah apparently all the fans were bots i mean good on them for getting the movie that they want but at the same time now the same cacophony of people are like release the snyder verse and stuff they like also that, want the david ayer kind of suicide, suicide squad Ugh, they want they want all kinds of cuts now because they got one you know what yeah. release the and schumacher think... cut of batman forever <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um yeah it's like a even made a joke saying there's no taika ytt cut of thor love and thunder don't even get me speaking of which <laughs> We're yeah. going to be here all Did time. you like Thor and Love and Thunder, by the way? What, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, not yet. Okay, fine. Well, we'll talk about it when you do eventually see it, I guess. Uh, I already finally, know I our hate last topic. Movie, so, I don't want to... I don't think... Oh, what? God. We're not even watching it. Do you have time for, like, a five-minute diversion where I talk shit about Taika Waititi? <laughs> uh, no. We don't have time no. for your five-minute diversion okay. to talk I about shit about Taika Waititi. <laughs> By popular demand, you now have five minutes to talk Fine. about Taika. Okay, so Go. you know that movie Thor Ragnarok that everyone loves. I didn't like it very yes. much. I honestly think it's one of oh. like the bottom five worst Marvel movies out there. The reason for which I will not be yeah. getting into. But the thing that I find really interesting is that a lot of people don't like Love and Thunder, and the reasons, the popular reasons that everyone seems to agree on, like why this movie is not good, those are criticisms I had of Ragnarok. which means <laughs> one of two things are true either everyone has wisened up to the fact that Ragnarok also sucked and they're going to rewatch it and find out that Taika Waititi just isn't very good at this or they still like Ragnarok but it means Love and Thunder has all of the same problems but worse either way what it tells me is that this is not a movie I'm going to fuck with so i i well there's a much filter on for today's episode i don't need to watch it <laughs> I have better things to do. <laughs> I literally like went to the PVR. Like I watched Jujutsu Kaisen 0 and Thor was coming out the next yeah. week. The next week I go on the PVR website to book Thor tickets and I'm like, "Oh, Jujutsu Kaisen 0 is still playing." And I went and watched that again. A week after that, I didn't book tickets. My friends and I just went to the theater to see Thor and it was like, "Oh, Jujutsu Kaisen 0 is still playing." And my friends hadn't <laughs> seen it. So I went and saw it a third time. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you should watch Thor and Love and Thunder. I think you'll just be very upset. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should. Uh finally, um <laughs> the main main thing of what I'm playing as well and our review for today. Uh I have played a lot a lot of Stray. Oh, even though I finished even though I finished the game, I'm now trying to attempt the 2 hour run Vincent my goodness it is not easy it's very easy uh, what are you talking about i missed about? it i missed it by i missed it by 5 minutes oh he's done that yes yeah, the first time i tried it i missed <laughs> it by 7 minutes but that's only because mm. like i got distracted early on because i was in the chat it Basically. not just you ah. you were there and arman was there and like a few other people were there and they wanted to like oh show me this thing show me that thing So it's our fault. No, it's nobody's Basically. fault. It's just that I got distracted. <laughs> uh, but the time that I actually got the speed run, which is the very next day, it was like an hour and 20 minutes or something. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm having fun with playing playing Stray. Honestly, like, I think game. even Mufi and I had long conversations on how good that game is. <laughs> um, is it game of the year though, Matthias? I'll be surprised if it's not in my top five. Game of the year? Don't think so. Elden Ring came out this year. Yeah. 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 And God of War is also coming out. Xenoblade this year. Chronicles Three is coming out this year. But Xenoblade does it ever get Game of the Year consideration? For me, yes. Call of Duty is coming out this year. <laughs> Call of Duty. Uh, what I'm only talking about my what? personal Game of the Year. So yeah. Ah oh, right. Okay. For for me, Stray is easily in in the top. The top five. five. Yeah, but yeah, it's for me as well. Easy. I don't think it's gonna get the recognition it deserves no. because a lot of it's one of those things where again I hate sounding like this because it makes me sound like a pretentious hippie, but. It's the sort of game that even though everyone loves, they don't really get. It's not big enough. They don't get exactly what's so great about it, which is that yeah, it's a cat simulator. Oh, so cute! You can scratch everyone's furniture, but nobody's really talking about the really good sci-fi storytelling in it, and the music, and, and the and music, the and the the vibes. Playing the cat is, is in fact. The, the 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 smallest part of the game like in the whole sense there is it's a story the music uh-huh. the mood the characters that's the bigger part yeah, it's, than it's just been a week a cat. so i say we go the focus is just on, on the cat yeah 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 so the the thing they do with this cat they do a handful of things that i find really interesting one they have not ascribed any human emotions to this cat so it's not like a pixar shots cat where it's making sad faces mm. when sad things happen or like it, it's being cheeky and funny no it's it's literally just a cat it does cat things it's, it's not interested in anything you have to do it's gonna jump on your table and ruin your mahjong game just for shits and giggles but the game takes place in a dead city in that's it's that's inside an underground fallout shelter and all of the humans in this city have died. The only thing left here are the robots who are trying to keep the memory and the essence of their human masters alive, due to which they are also keeping their mistakes and their issues alive because they still have like unfair social hierarchies and weirdly oppressive regimes and stuff like that. And what's really interesting about this just cat-ass cat with no human emotions being the player character is that this being the only living thing in the city immediately makes you feel the sadness of the game world on a visceral level without the necessity for anything resembling text or storytelling. So they're able to keep the writing and the script really lean. I don't think the script is longer than like 15 to 20 pages. But Hmm. every major moment in it hits like a truck because the groundwork of this being a really sad, dilapidated world full of basically the stuff we left behind is just baked into the fact that you're the only living thing there and you're just a cat. More so the fact that you can like tell like when you, you you were talking about like the fact that the cat has no emotions. The cat's main job is to get out and g- find its family, yeah. right? That that's all. 
that's all the cat has to do but again it's us projecting our own mm. insecurities and emotions onto that i think a, a that's that's what the the main point was like many of the criticism of the game i've heard is that the cat does not care about yeah but a cat on. wouldn't care in real life yeah, yeah but again but it's like we are meant to project ourselves on the cat yeah, and that's what thing, the other know? characters in the game are doing as well they are projecting their own yes. nonsense on this cat yeah. and people are like oh that's a problem with this game i'm like no man that's what the game is doing it's a problem with you yeah. it's the story of the game that this cat is the only living thing here and it represents so many different things to so many different characters mm. all of whom are basically just variations of somebody's discarded toaster <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh I I will appreciate what part of the game that I did like um where these people are like tossing the paint can not paint cans detergent cans aren't they uh, I Was think it it's paint. detergent right? Uh, paint for no reason other than the fact that they the have to toss it. <laughs> yeah, it's above a laundromat and then the paint can falls obviously because you startle someone as a cat. and then you begin to wonder that why are they doing it because that's all they wanted to do for no other reason and um in a in a real world setting if you tell a robot like who gains sentience to do that that's what will probably happen mm-hmm. and like on a whole ai level way of thinking when i look at this game and obviously like read into a lot of what's going on around the world um uh, especially those creatures man the discount head crabs i keep forgetting what they call them zerks zerk zerk zerks yeah man they they look all cute and unassuming yeah at the very so beginning of the game they're probably so like cute and then they start swarming you fungus that grew out of the decaying organic matter from all the humans that died yeah so. they remind me of yeah. the half life yeah so i said discount head crab yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's why yeah, Mufi likes this game so much make... because it has head crabs. I was thinking. Exactly. <laughs> that's why. I, deep down. That's why I gave the game ten out of ten. That's yeah. why yeah. deep down, so Mufi is ev- everyone thinks he loves, loves this game because of the cat, but he actually loves it because no. of the head crabs. Yeah, the zerks. The I just like that crabs. you can make the cat meow. Damn, I did not make the connection until now. <laughs> actually, not only can you meow, you right. can also meow during yeah. cutscenes. That's the best. Yeah, thing. you can. Oh, speaking of, before we wrap up, we should talk about the mods that people have installed in this game because oh God, oh God. Vincent <laughs> Vincent showed me a few. Um there is a ca- there is a certain audio Wait, cue you need to preface this with, with what You preface the you preface okay, the, so the sound cue first. Are you familiar with first. a little game called Heavy Rain? Oh yeah, of course. So That's remember true. that really it's, yeah. it's the meme meme the Jason meme, meme now. The press X to Jason. To Jason. Yeah. So Jason. Yeah. So someone modded <laughs> Jay. So the meow button becomes a Jason button. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. The cat keeps going with environmental sound, uh, so it echoes through the entire empty city, God. which is amazing. Uh, my besides, my favorite mod was the CJ mod. C- CJ mod. Oh it's my God! It's freakish. You can play a CJ and stray. <laughs> It's freakish as hell. Um someone also put a different few a few cat skins uh basically you can change the color of the cat oh, can be a someone tubby. put a someone put a garfield mod very oh, intrigued oh, by that's so cute how much people want to be able to customize and name the cat because 
the developers yeah. have been very adamant about it. it's this cat's story. Yeah. There is an entire Twitter account that is dedicated to people who have filmed their own cats watch watching cat them play the cat yeah. in Stray. And it's an entire yeah. account. Just I pictures love them. watching those That videos. is so, so cute. Because they're looking, they're obviously seeing what it is a lifelike cat. And I think Vincent told me this. Vincent, they're based on AI models of an uh, It's an cat, actual right? cat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they use AI to model the, the whole cat. Mm. Uh, they showed us who some of the it is done with AI. Uh, a lot of it is animated by hand. Barely any of it is motion captured. Wow. That's what. Wow. I mean, that how would, would that you would, that would have been motion capture a cat? Like, honestly. <laughs> I mean, presumably the same way you would motion capture a dog or a horse. Dogs, yeah, but, uh, but dog can dogs are smart. Right? Yeah, cats don't cats, care. <laughs> Vincent's Vincent's more of a cat person. So Me and Vincent. I love cats. I yeah. love cats. How, Vincent, how did your cats you, react you can to train Stray? cats too. Uh, my cat has yeah, not but... seen Stray yet, actually. Oh, you should, you should probably uh, play it. Yeah. Play it. I, I have show, to show like the trailer to him, to it. Just right. show the trailer, see how it reacts. Then you play the game if it likes it. Yeah, I'll, you know? I'll do this tomorrow. I'll try to film it. Yay. Maybe sh- maybe show it to your pug as well while you're at it. Oh, Joe is just just horrified of any sound that comes out of my PlayStation. <laughs> okay. So wait, the uh, you you're playing it on the PS5, yeah. right? So does the cat meow come out of the joystick then? Uh, I played the whole thing with headphones on, so I can't say. I think in the in the yeah, PS5 version I, 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 it I comes heard. out of the dual sense. Yeah. In the PS4 version, it doesn't. That's what I heard. Fair enough. So yeah, everyone, uh, if you haven't played Stray, please do it. It's one of the best games this month that's out. There. Oh, the most important Visually thing about Stray excellent. is that... Uh, and yeah, wait, wait, hang on. Before purse, we wrap up, sorry. Uh, yeah, Vincent, sense. you had two more games, right? Yeah, yeah. You had two more games to talk about. Yeah, right? I have two more games to talk about. Um, one yeah. is Bear and Breakfast. Let me make sure I'm getting yeah. my facts right. Where is it made by Square Enix again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Bear and Breakfast is developed by Armor Games. Um, it's one of those cozy management. Wait, Armor Games as in the Flash website? Armor Games? I guess. Oh, really? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, I hope not. Uh, like, yeah. But if it was, it would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Uh, it's a cozy yeah. management sim about being a bear who runs a bread and breakfast in the middle of the forest (laughs) bear and breakfast i get it now it's exactly what it sounds like you run a little bnb and humans come in um you you have to make it from the ground up you have to like clean up these sheds and refurbish them and build rooms and put in furniture and stuff like like two-point hospital basically and once it's ready you get requests at your front desk and then when you accept requests the humans come in and stay there but what's really really hilarious about this is that you're not an anthropomorphized bear you're just a bear ass bear <laughs> like the cat in stray is a cat ass cat so mm-hmm. when you're talking to the other animal characters in the game it's like written english language dialogue but then sometimes you'll meet a human character and the human character says something and you get a dialogue option. So I pick the dialogue option, but what my character says is like bear, bear noises. 
or like <laughs> approving bear noises, mild bear noises, disgruntled bear noises. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it's got this whole oh, cozy gross. management thing going, but it's got a weirdly dark undertone, and I haven't finished the game, so I don't know if this goes anywhere. But like, this bear is having nightmares about being chased by weird fox silhouettes. What like is, he can't sleep. What can chase a bear? He's having like existential crises about his place in the world. There's a whole economy wow, of these okay. woodland critters, where how like the raccoon runs all the trash cans, so you can't go dumpster diving without paying him. Uh, and the <laughs> raccoon works for like, a different animal who runs the parking lot and. You can't open more locations without paying tribute wow. to this guy, and he owns the garden. Even the bear stuff. is struggling. Yeah, even the bear <laughs> is struggling. That's the thing. It's a, there's, a, there's a lot of um, as, as weirdly a poignant observations about capitalism this in this game about a bear running a BNB in the middle of the forest. Yeah, and the other hilarious thing is that your guests don't know that you're the one running this place. So if you go anywhere near them when they're hanging out. They just get scared and run away. <laughs> Wait, so you come to reception. Who do you see behind the reception? Oh, that's me. Is but uh, you, one, when you, you accept the, the request, human? they aren't actually yeah. there. They come in the next day after you accept the uh, request. Oh, okay. And if they see you, they just like run away. <laughs> oh, and, so and the music you? is incredible. Like, incredible. Huh. Me too. I'll give this one a shot. Then. You should, yes. especially if not, you're not my uh, kind of game, but I'll try it. If you're a Stardew Valley Animal Crossing person, this is sounds like my jam. This will be extremely your jam. It's really, really good, and it's visually gorgeous. There's yeah. like really nice, hand painted, hand animated, spirit fairy aesthetic to it. Ha. How much oh. I- I- inventory management is there? Uh, I think your inventory is unlimited. Yay! How, good how news much for do me. you have to manage? <laughs> is it like a lot of micromanagement? Uh, yes. The only thing you pick up are like valuables, which is the currency you pay to the raccoon. Um, honey pots. <laughs> yeah. Do you get honey pots? No, you get coins <laughs> from your guests that stay at your BNB, which you can use oh, to like God. build more rooms and buy stuff for your BNB. Uh, can your guests and leave reviews and stuff? Yeah, they leave reviews. What? <laughs> 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 this bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah, they leave reviews. With like a little blurb <laughs> and a star score. <laughs> uh, and other I than that, like the, the bear. only yeah, thing I've picked the up is now. The only stuff I've picked up is like crafting resources. Your furniture also goes right. in your inventory, but you just have a one-button organized system that organizes everything. And I don't think that if you been. run out of inventory space, that has not happened to me in the what ten or so hours of playing it. So that would happen. Yeah, hoard away, man. So Mufi can play this game now. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Caring about inventory <laughs> management. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely gonna give it. It's good. Out. It's really good. Oh, uh, what about the other oh, game? The other game that came out of nowhere for me actually, because this is a game that was. Uh, it's a game called Sword and Fairy Together Forever. It's the PlayStation port of a game called Sword and Fairy Seven, which I think came out on PC in January. 
but for some reason still embargoed. Um, it's a Chinese developed action RPG with based on Chinese mythologies. So it's very high fantasy, very, I don't know, the second half of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. You play as a character who meets a fallen deity from the Hall of Gods and things happen and they result in a relationship where they can't get very far from each other without dying. So they have to figure out how to undo that. And also there's some bad guys and they want the chosen child who has superpowers. Mm. Um, it's very Can't linear. It's not open world. Um, it's got like, a, if I had to compare it to something, I would say it's like Final Fantasy. Linear, you say? Like, <laughs> you know how in Final Fantasy VII Remake, like, it's not open world, right? It's just many oh, small yeah. areas that you travel between. Um, right. Or like Fable. And you can fast travel between them when you get a certain ways into the game. Uh, there's lots of side quests that have you running back and forth between these places. I'm playing it on the PS5, so the load times for fast travel are non-existent. It's also on PS4 mm. and PC, and how it runs on those, I don't know. PC. Um, nice. You have a party of you're four saying, characters you're saying all the right things that you yeah. switch between. <laughs> uh, they all have their different things. There's one like light sword user, there's one heavy sword user, there's a boy user and a mage. You switch between Wait, boy, boy user? user? Bow. <laughs> what? Oh. Bow boy user. <laughs> Yeah, I heard it was a boy. I user, heard like. boy user. I'm like, oh. uh, what? What? you switch between them at will, but they're also AI controlled. Uh, the combat is pretty action heavy. It's light attacks, heavy attacks, dodge, lock on. There's no stamina system. It's not a souls like, but you also have the Final Fantasy thing where you hold R2 and press your face buttons to unleash your special moves. And they synergize in really interesting ways. Visually, it is absolutely stunning i'm not entirely sure what okay. engine it's running on but it looks beautiful uh, particle effects everywhere lots of foliage really cool water effects really good facial animation it's very subtle it's not as exaggerated as like anime games tend to be uh voice acting's great you know, the subtitles you have to do subtitles there's no english voice acting it's all in chinese uh the subtitles have a lot of grammatical and spelling errors which i find quite charming but other people might not <laughs> wait you said uh sword and fairy seven right not eight seven yeah but that came out like last year i thought it came out in like jan well steam says uh 2021 october oh then that might have been the case it came out recently though, right? Mm. Yeah. So this is the PlayStation 4 and 5 version of that game. Ah, it just came out. Yeah, it's okay, coming okay. out... Uh, when is it? I think it's coming out like August 8th or something like that. Okay. I, you, you have said, the, said all the right things about this game, so I'm going to download and play it. Mm, it's good. I think, I think you, people like you would enjoy this sort of game because it's like... 
it's an RPG, but it's not open world. It has mm. progression systems and inventory, but you don't have to manage any of it. It's all automated. Beautiful. Your stats Excellent. and your skills go where they're supposed to by themselves, and you just have to Excellent. use them. How much, how much team management is there, or is there no team at all? Uh, there, Muffy, why are you playing this game? There is a, there is a team, <laughs> but you don't really manage that. It's just like... He just wants the uh, game where he doesn't do anything in it. He doesn't want to do any inventory. Movie. He doesn't want to correct it. You sound like... Listen, you sound like the guy who would nitpick about cookie clicker. Like, how much effort do I actually need in this you, game? Do you, if it's you, less you want, than zero, then I'm playing if you want a, you want a management game without the management, just play an idle clicker game uh, and see, let the game work for listen, you. Listen, listen. I don't want to do This is the true reason why you didn't like Outriders. Now I know. I now I understand. I, 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 I <laughs> he stopped, stopped playing, playing it. <laughs> uh, for me, you see, for me, uh, for me, uh, that game was manageable in terms of like inventory and weapons and everything. But the story didn't kind of kind of grabbed me. And when the story starts to bore, I start to get bored. Of course, it so didn't grab you. That's, it's that's, like actually. No, good. let's stop there. Let's stop there. Let's stop there, Vinci. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, but to Vince answer your triggered. question. Um, it has about as much team management as Marvel vs. Capcom. Not Marvel vs. Capcom, the other one. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. You say as if I played that. You have four <laughs> characters, you can switch between them, but you don't really have to. Um, but it's like Mass Effect. Is that a good... No, but you can actually switch between characters and control You can them. switch. Yeah. Ah, okay. Dragon Age. Dragon Age. There you go. Dragon Age Origins. He hasn't played Dragon Age. I have not played Dragon Age. You should watch. Is yeah. that the one you're streaming? I don't know why I'm it's... Dragon Age shaming him because I've been playing it for the first time recently. Literally. Yeah, exactly. You've been playing a lot of Origins. <laughs> Dude, it's anyway. so good. Uh, I... But no, like, Mufi is a, is a man of specific tastes. He likes his uh, horror games. He likes his story games. He's I mean, like, you know, I like horror games when they're not then. scary. I like Without the horror. games when they don't have management. <laughs> I like, I like <laughs> RPGs <laughs> where there's no progression or inventory systems. You know, <laughs> like... See, and there's listen. no role playing either. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. What, what have we done? <laughs> you know, what, one of the reasons why I haven't played. Like he didn't the, like Ghost of Tsushima because series. the game made you feel rewarded for doing all the things. He's like, I don't want to feel rewarded. I just want to do the next thing. <laughs> I don't want to feel good about like the consequences of, of my actions. <laughs> I like Ghost of Tsushima. I finished it. But one of the uh, reasons I, I don't play Resident Evil is because. <laughs> it's because there's hustlers in the game. But oh get out with that shit. Get oh out with that shit. Wait, you don't like puzzles now? I don't like puzzles in that again. specific game. In I don't know why. It just doesn't feel natural. Muffadil, in Every this podcast, household, I wonder. We do not talk shit about Resident Evil. <laughs> Maz and I like will end this. No, I'm not talking shit about it. I'm not yes. talking shit about the it. The only shit you can talk it's about is the Resident Evil mm-hmm. series. You want to talk shit about yeah, that? Go, go watch you that. You have my full permission. Watch the Resident Evil Netflix you're gonna, series. You're gonna and then come back on the next you're episode. You're going to play Resident Evil 2 remake and you're going to like it, you heathen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Resident Evil 4 remake that's going to come out soon? Or has it come out? It's going to come, come out come next out soon. Year. That's I'm, I'm, I'm going to play it. Definitely. Sure you are. I solemnly swear. It's going to have go so much inventory series. management, Mufadal. Like, it's fine. I will sit through it and make myself play it. Okay, now I'm okay, curious. So we have what's that, that, what's right? special this about RE4 that makes you say this? Because it, 
everyone just goes like, oh my god, Resident Evil 4 is the best shit ever. So I'm, I, I, I want to experience that. Is it because it's more action-y than horror? No, it's just because it's more no, popular. No, it's just a classic. Yeah, it's the more classic one. So I guess if I wanted, you know, I've like played Resident Evil Resident 7 and 8. Resident Evil is a classic, right? Like, except like 5 and 6. But, pretty much but Resident Evil 4 is held at like some yeah. other standard. Universally agreed no. upon as among the greatest games ever made. You know, uh, I've played 1 and 2 when it came out on PS1, which is shocking. Uh, since then, I've not played any Resident Evil. Oh, was this your, like origin villain, your origin story? Your villain, your villain <laughs> like arc? You've been spoiled. <laughs> I don't think that's what's happened. Is yet. that how it started? <laughs> Dude, but check no, out... Um, I, I, I honestly think... Check out the yeah. remakes, though, um, of 2 and 3. They're... They're so good. They go, uh, they go really far in streamlining... The frustrations that come with a typical Resident Evil experience. For example, your map tells you, your map color codes rooms according to which room has something that you haven't picked up. It will, if yeah. you have discovered the thing that you haven't picked up, there will be an icon saying, oh, this room has ammo for this gun that you haven't picked up yet. Uh, your journal catalogs any safe codes. Is that all, uh, is that all optional though? Like, uh, no, it's just part like of the game. If you wanted to make it harder, no, it is part of the game. And honestly, I wouldn't play it without Does it, it either. Th or like, if you have a key, and the key only opens a set number of doors, once you have opened every door this key can open, the game you will tell you, it. you don't need this key anymore. So you don't have that thing in your I'm brain going, oh, I'm going to keep this around in case I find another door like this. So and that's me. Do you, can you understand? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm so, like, something is so the game does that I don't lot. need this anymore to help you out yeah w regarding the more frustrating elements where like it's gonna make you feel like a really clever person for solving the puzzle without actually having to rack your brain and do the thing mm -hmm. and thing on the other side the of right like once you get past these things what lies on the other side is just some 10 out of 10 monster chasing survival horror you will ever experience it is so good this is two or three remake. both, both. mostly two but okay. both they are so so good man like one once the stalker enemy comes in it's just like i just i just want to see you run this is why we tires. video games <laughs> man this is why we video oh. games yes but Resident Evil series on Netflix, zero out of ten. Not zero out of ten. I watched all eight episodes no. for absolutely no reason. When you and could have been watching the one thing I was probably and the one thing I want, you know, the one thing I noticed at the end of the series was like there was not one rocket launcher in that entire <laughs> series, and and in every game, at the ending at least, there has to be one rocket launched somewhere into something. That's how you finish the game, <laughs> either through a helicopter or through what's his face, the guy Tyrant or uh, the other guy. Mr. X. Yeah. At the end of Village, like, we literally uh, called in like an orbital strike, bombard. Honestly, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is so bad and so. Well, and the music was good. <laughs> on an, on on that bombshell, uh, thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast. Uh, stay tuned for the next couple of episodes where Mufadil watches Resident Evil, plays yes. a game, a proper RPG I'll game. I'll probably play the game, then watch that shitty show. <laughs> <laughs>
I agree. Yeah. You know what? You have my approval. You know what? You know yeah, how that nice. one time I gave you homework and I made you play Industria. Uh, this time oh. your yeah. homework is to yeah. play Resident Evil 2. Yes. All we right. need proof Colors. that you've done that. It, we right. need to see it's it not even all that long. Like yeah, if you know what you're doing, or even if you don't know what you're doing, the longest an individual run of Isn't that game take is I'll right. just watch a YouTube video of how to solve shit or whatever. What I would recommend is just pull up a <laughs> pull up a guide that has like all the safe codes. Yeah. Because okay. uh, so you don't have to find the specific note that has the code for so and so things. So that's, a, that's a great idea. Have all that's the safe codes idea. next to you. This doesn't count. I think it's. I think Whatever it's. Whatever okay. it I think it's okay. Um, okay, just because we need to wrap up. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, we do. I've been trying to <laughs> wrap up for the past ten minutes. So. <laughs> what you have to so say. So, Vince, tell me about Resident Evil Three remake now. <laughs> oh my God! All right, See, ladies and gentlemen, thank Resident you very, very much. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We are done. Let me tell you about geometric toy boxes. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We're not doing this. We're not doing this right now. All right. Thank you very, very much, guys. Oh my God, Vince! Please, for the love of God. Uh, thank you very much guys it's, it's been fun um, stay tuned for the next episode they will continue this conversation presumably uh, or hopefully forget about it and uh, we'll move <laughs> on to other things and uh, yeah oh, next week much we're going to uh, talk about Xenoblade Chronicles oh no anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been, it's, it's been fun I've been your host Kevin Sebastian the person who's not stopped talking has been Vincent Peter Mufadul Fakhruddin I think you the mean the person that's being this. censored God. You live in India, my man. <laughs> you live in the Middle East, dude. Finish up, finish up, finish up, finish up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and finally, from the lovely uh, UK, uh, Maz Ibrahim uh, gives her thoughts from all the way there. We're all on Twitter. We're all on Instagram. You know where to find us. We've been talking about this all the long. Please follow can... me. My, my followers are stuck at 1099 for some reason. Oh. That's because you play... No, I, I was gonna say, follow me more. I have better opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, right. With that being said, thank you very much, guys. It's been fun. We'll see you for the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Hashtag the Avengers. Cut that out. Cut that out. Just cut that out. You can cut it out. <laughs>